Welcome to episode 7 of The Big Gay Ordeal With Quaylon, James and me, Sean This is the podcast where we talk about the ordeal of being gay And the champagne problems that come with it If you have a drama you need our help with Get in touch and we'll decide Ordeal or no ordeal Follow us on Instagram at The Big Gay Ordeal Or email us at TheBigGayOrdeal at gmail.com Ready for a good catch up lads It's been um, a good week now We're all very busy it was a hell of a weekend. It was a hell of a weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just got back, didn't I? I was on my holly bobs. You're right. Oh, and I must say, bobs. your breast augmentation is looking <laughs> stunning. Go on, Fresh. Turkey. I feel it, it like... did it again. I feel like I'm made of, like, half silicone and half plastic. You know what I mean? Silicone like lips. I got a fresh face. Got fresh teeth. No, I'm actually untouched. I just got the, I just got a bit crispy under the sun. That was mum and dad's 30th anniversary. So we all came. There was 13 of us in total. Oh, wow. No drama. A lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. A lot of food that was all inclusive. It was my first time doing it, so. Whew. And what's it like going out like on holidays with all the family, like and like you know the cousins, and everything? Because I'm doing that in Sorrento in a couple of months. Gorgeous. And I'm like, right. Well, I think like Sorrento versus like the Strip and Marmaris. <laughs> <laughs> But it says a lot about our different worlds we live, doesn't it? You know, with like Roxy's Drag Bar versus (laughs) some gorgeous vineyard, you know, restaurateur Oh, I totally belong in Roxy's, (laughs) like, rather than going to Sorrento, 100%. Yeah, you need to do a Freaky Friday on your holidays. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to the wrong places. (laughs) We obviously celebrated the gayest night of all the years. The Gay World Cup. Pride. Um, Eurovision. Hey. It was fun. Hello, Europe. (laughs) (laughs) The votes have been counted and verified. And the winner of 2023 Eurovision is Laurie. Well-deserved. But cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Shout out to Kellyanne, who (laughs) um, has suggested (laughs) that um, the three of us um, (laughs) go for Eurovision next year and represent Ireland. We will um, prevail. (laughs) And we will bring the win back to the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. Now, um, you listeners will never hear this, but um, we actually sing a lot on the podcast mm. and our producer, Emma, seems to cut it out every single time. So if that's not a telling tale that we don't sound so great, um, Kellyanne, we do apologise. Yes. <laughs> we'll send you a private recording. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make this work. Yeah, DM us, DM us the song request and we'll mm. try to put something together for you. If Dustin can do it, lads, <laughs> so can we. He didn't. And they keep, no. they keep referencing him this year, I was like, no, let you're making the, us look like fools. Let the bird die in the cupboard. Like, um, the commiserations to um, Wild Youth mm. now. Oh, yeah. If I have ever seen somebody rocking a moose knuckle, <laughs> it wow. wasn't him either. Oh. Um, it was desperate from start to finish. But nothing wild and nothing youthful about them, also. No. Fair no. play. And I know no. that sounds very harsh, but, you know, it was like facts a deer. Facts facts. Yeah, a deer caught in headlights. It was like, <gasps> like, in, like terrified to be on stage. That's what it came across. Um, and it didn't help that the UK couldn't vote for us either. We no. usually give them nil poids and they usually give us 12. So that was a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah. But anyways, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was fab. Oh, it was so good. Excellent. Well, this yeah. was actually my first Eurovision like, that I watched start to finish. I didn't do the two semifinals. Oh. I was away. But yeah, I was, I, and we hosted. I hosted a little uh, Eurovision party whilst we were in Cork. You did, yeah. on. And it was fab. Yeah, I loved he was it. he was my in-person Graham Norton on the weekend there. Oh, yeah. Hosting. Beloved Dutton Lorraine won for the second time. 
becoming Melissa history. She is the second winner. No, she's the only woman to have won only twice. Won, yes, yeah. and, it was and now Stephen, Sweden have won as many times as Ireland. Yes, and Stephen Rogan? No, he won twice before. Johnny Logan. Johnny, Johnny Logan. Logan. Stephen Rogan. Big Steve O. Big Steve O. Win twice. Yeah. <laughs> but I, didn't, I love the way that Ireland and Sweden are just kind of merging together to be the same Eurovision sort of countries beside each other, winning the same amount of times and having two winners. I do think it's going to be good that the 50th anniversary of ABBA winning, yeah. winning mm. is now yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. in Sweden. I think there's something kind of cool about that. Yeah, yeah, they'll definitely make a huge highlight of that. Yeah. Fair player to now. No, no better woman. Get your shit together and bring the win back next year. Thank you. Oh, my God. They need to have a show and we need to choose who we want. I just, like, who are these do. people choosing? It's on RTE. Yeah. No, I know. It's on the Late Late Show. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. saying you need to take it away and you need to have oh. a competition. <laughs> you know what? It is a competition. It's so basically, um, they choose these certain acts that go oh, on, yes, yes. and then oh, you have one vote that you choose to who goes on it. Now, it didn't happen for like it happened the last two yeah. years. Um, but like, who like, oh, we need to run like Ireland's Got we Talent. Need to, yeah. yeah, it's like, remember, you're a star, yeah. and Linda Martin was one of the judges, and Michelle Heaton, remember that? Oh, oh my yeah. god, Michelle Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> Blast from the past. And that's when we had Mickey Joe Hart. We got the love tonight, tonight. I sound really no, good. That's you not the song. Great. It is. So we got the world tonight. And that's one of the verses. <laughs> oh, <isn't> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Because I've actually recorded myself singing it to him on Instagram. <laughs> oh, and he yeah. sent me love hearts back. <laughs> <laughs> and then blockchain. So speaking of Eurovision, um, did you see Catherine Tate coming up? She was doing the um, jury for the UK vote. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She was brilliant. Was absolutely hilarious. But her tits were bigger than mine after my augmentation. <laughs> <laughs> she looked great, though, to be fair. <laughs> she looked brilliant. Um, and she was definitely two sheets to the wind. Oh, she yeah. Was. She was, she was completely taking the piss the whole time. It was more um, obviously, all night. Ah, fair play to her. <laughs> so... I was like thinking about the characters that she had played in the Catherine Tate show and this one character always stands out to me, Elaine Figgis. And she basically is this woman that uh, married a prisoner that was on death row. And I was like, oh my God, it's, I just absolutely loved that character. And I was like, oh my God, I need to dive into like these women in America, especially. Oh God. You can actually do it in, in the UK as well. But like that marry prisoners or people on death row to be like, just why are you like, looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I do have <laughs> an actual app written down that you could be um, possibly in. Yes. There's an app. There's, there's an, an app. app. Oh my God, brilliant. Hang Please let, me, get, let me grab my pen. Yeah. <laughs> so you Just can... give me your phone. Yeah. It's a very easy criteria to actually be able to do this to marry a prisoner, right? So it's majority of females marrying males mm. um, in prison or jail. So um, here's like what you need to do. So inmates um, should obtain their marriage application form and submit it to the prison authorities um, via the chaplain. After filling in the details, this usually involves sending a form um, to the bride via prison mail, <laughs> having her fill prison in the information mail. and have a witness um, for the wedding officiant. The bride um, may fill in the form and it has to have like social security numbers, et cetera, to, have a, to be required to be able to like participate mm -hmm. in this. The bride um, needs to have loads of like 
emails and letters back and forth from this person. Yeah, to be like, mm. oh, look, we're in a relationship. It's not like they've just gone rogue. But I it's kind of like a them. visa application. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'll take inmate seven three four six. That'll do. Yeah, he's six feet. No problem. Oh yeah. Um. So desperation. That's a whole stages. other thing. I went from searching this to looking up hot prison. I'll get into that. After. <laughs> so the the chaplain um, will review the marriage application, and um, then the prison warden then will bring the person in. She can wear a, a white dress. I've got a question before we move on yes. to the dresses. You keep mentioning the chaplain. What if it's a man who wants to marry a man? What's the application process then? Because oh, yeah. you're not going to be asking the priest. Less than 9% is man and man marriage. <laughs> so what, 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 So like, do they, how do they apply then? They don't go to the chaplain, surely, because he's going to be like burning out. Well, well sure it depends where the prison is, I presume, because yeah. like, obviously there's going to be some states where that's going to be allowed and not allowed. But obviously not all prisoners are going to be from Christian backgrounds. This is a viable option for me, and I need to know what to tell my inmate. You're going to change to Islam and then uh, marry a prisoner. There's quite a lot going on there in that mind of yours. Yeah, can we choose One lady, um, Laura Sullivan, 32, from Bristol, has known um, Terrell Reese, 31, since October 2021. Sorry, he sounds fit. He sounds fit. There's no picture reference, actually. No, I don't need one. Sorry about that. I've already got it in my mind. Oh, nice. Um, when she used an app um, for prisoners to find pen pals, we all know that, what code's mm-hmm. for, um, leading to a whirlwind romance. O'Sullivan um, said it was nuts and crazy at the start, but she could not control her feelings for the convicted murder, Terrell Reese. Like, wow. mother of God, this I woman this is. Sorry, is she, did you say she's from the UK? Yeah, from Bristol. Bristol. So she's from Bristol and he's living in the States. Yeah. yeah. And they met it was on a an world app for pentop. Romance. Whirlwind. Like, she of them doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. She's into writing. <laughs> he had good click- calligraphy, is that yeah, he'd yeah. done, he'd done a calligraphy course. Mm. <laughs> he's now a full time calligraphist. I just love the way he. No, I just love the way he flicks his asses. Oh my God. That's <laughs> the exclamation marks for me. <laughs> The two of you were in relationships and you're getting fucking turned on by full stops and exclamation marks. <laughs> Simple things, really, you know. But anyway, I'm number one on the app at the moment, so it's all good. <laughs> so um, there's no update now whether she's gone through with it or not. 2.1 million people in prison or jail in America. How many people are in Dublin? That's like almost the same amount of people, is it not? No. In prison? Um, over half the population of Ireland live in Dublin, so Which there's at least over 3 million people in Dublin. Oh, never mind. Oh. Skewed that off. And bit. 58% <laughs> of them that's gone into prison have never married. So, like, they're. There's a lot of singles. Yeah, there's a lot of singles. People are rare and to go along. Oh, that yeah. must mean that they go in pretty young. That's really sad. Oh, well, be, make yeah. better choices. You know? <laughs> Let's not kill someone. <laughs> I don't know. But also. Listen, I can appreciate. You know, <laughs> someone being taken to their nth degree and just losing it and going on a murder spree. We all love um, a bad boy, Sean, but like we don't want murderers. Like you'd want to come right down. No. Um, so do you ever remember the guy that was branded the hot felon on um, on his mugshot? Yes. yes, the hot prisoner guy. Yes, um, yes, yes. Jeremy um, Ray, I believe his name mm. is. Um, what an absolute ride. It was the blue eyes. Yeah. He was stunning. Mm-hmm. So his mugshot went absolutely viral and like the whole world was like, oh my God, isn't he stunning? Now, he didn't do anything terrible. He was just part of a gang. But um, he went out with Chloe Green. 
Yes. Um, from 2017 to 2019, and they have a baby together as well. They have a baby? Yes. Mm. So I she's actually, the heiress to the Arcadia Group, Topshop, Topman, all well, that sort of yeah. stuff. <laughs> not the heiress well, to that anymore. Well, it doesn't well, exist anymore. It's yeah, true. <laughs> I actually had done her makeup a couple of times. <laughs> Did you? No yeah, before she went wow. out with him. Though. But one of the best iconic moments was I was standing holding a fragrance in Selfridges, and I was like, oh my God, there's Lindsay Lohan. And Lindsay ah. Lohan was with Chloe actually, Green. Actually, Lindsay, no way. Yeah. You're calling her Lindsay Lohan. No, no, no. So they were hanging out together. And Lindsay Lohan, remember back, um, the girls would wear the, the side cut out tops. Oh, They'd yeah, have yeah. loads of side boob. Well, she was nearly like kicking her tits on the way. Lindsay wow. was. But this is when Which she. Which one? <laughs> both tits. Oh, no. oh <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> it was her left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Um, I didn't really look at it that much. <laughs> but I'll, um, we had this like diamond encrusted, um, like the things that we used to sell were outrageous. Diamond encrusted oh, yeah. mascara. There's only six of them ever made for a brand that I was working with. And it was like a huge commission if you were to sell it, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, this is my moment. <laughs> and um, so Chloe starts coming up to me and I was like, okay, cool. I've done her a couple of times. She knows me. And I was like, oh, have you seen this? This is a limited edition, blah, 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 whatever. Sales, sales, sales. And she was like, oh, maybe my friend wants it. And I was like, oh my God, I know who your friend is. <laughs> and this was the time that Lindsay Lohan tried to pass off being in a West End show as community service. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> clever, Oh clever, an icon clever. And Anyways Lindsay bought it Oh icon So I was like Score So like Basically Lindsay paid for like A couple of nights out for me <laughs> um, I've actually been out A night out with her um, I spoke to Chloe Green A few times on the phone <gasps> myself Oh did you When I worked for Topshop Topman In Grafton Street Oh wow um, Every Saturday We used to phone um, Philip Green himself and let him know how much we made and whether or not we had achieved our plan and the reasons why we did or didn't and sometimes he wouldn't answer the phone and Chloe Green would answer the phone oh. and you'd actually like he, actually he was worked. he was a tyrant when he answered the phone I was very lucky I never got the um, wrath of it all the, yeah luckily when I was reporting we tended to have good weeks which is wow but um, yeah, if she answered the phone, people would be breaking it because she was sometimes more nasty than her dad. Oh wow! When she brought like she brought the makeup, top up shop shop makeup and stuff in, wasn't she? That was her big thing. Her no, no, no. Her she had idea. she had a range of shoes that had a green sole. Oh yes. Oh, yeah, and God. they were rotten. Everyone's going to be absolutely furious if I don't name out the app or the email oh, because sorry, I know yes. that all our listeners are going to be mm. mad for it now. So it's meet and. Inmate.com. Oh, wow. Write that down. <laughs> um, but also, if you want to look up stunning prisoners, like it's very easily done on Google, so go yeah. enjoy. Well, don't tell me this. Prisoners have phones now, don't they? Like limited access. No, phones. they're not allowed to have phones. No phones. No. Why do I think they have phones? They I have phones because they smuggle them in. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, because I'm sure a couple of them have like OnlyFans and stuff, don't they? Yeah. What? So yeah. I think, I don't know. Oh, come There's on. Something. I've seen something. Is it like oh, a community sure jail? Have. Is it like a... You stumbled across this, did you? <laughs> oh, Selmate Big Daddy 646. <laughs> <laughs> I think these women that meet, or men that meet people in prison, they should have to be like psychologically profiled before. Because like... <laughs> But there's no harm in it either no. at the same time. It's a pen pal at the end of the day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Imagine Mary Bloggs from down the road, like clearly mentally unstable, and then like looks up this prisoner and ends up getting married to them. What if, when they get out, poor Mary is going to be not in a good way. And, well, Does come Mary on. not deserve love just as this much as you do? Bris- this yeah, but she deserves it with Joe Bloggs from down the road, not 
Mickey Joe, Joe blogs in prison. So do you think it's a massive ordeal? Like t- these women maybe possibly being taken advantage of by these prisoners because you can look at it in two ways. You can look at it as in like at least that person is get feeling a certain thing and they might feel like, oh my God, I'm a married mm. woman and they're going to get whatever they're going to get from that. And then you got the other side then where you could have like your man going like, I would need somewhere to live outside this. Yeah, I just think that's what I was saying. These people need to be like mentally assessed, see if they are, you know, compass mentis. Yeah. Like should, yeah. uh, should they... Are they able to get themselves into this relationship? Like, I, I think it's very unhealthy. Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely unhealthy. And I think it's the ordeal of it is the unhealthiness of it. And there's definitely more healthier yeah, options like for you to find kind of someone who isn't in prison. You know, make, let that be, you know, the first thing you think about when you're thinking about getting into a relationship. You know, are they in prison or not? I don't think it was yes, their first no. choice. But if I, it, I, if know, it, I think I'm all for it. I'm going to say it's not an ordeal, and you guys are saying it's an ordeal. Wait. I'm going to go with you. It's not an ordeal. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a oh two first. Yeah. Wild two two. Yeah. Boom. There's bigger things to fry, I think, in the world. Yeah. There's more ordeals. with your vision being the weekend and all of us kind of partying and going out everywhere there was definitely plenty of one night stands this weekend so i was like give me some fun details any fun stories i want the disasters is it a good thing is it a bad thing is there a shame to it give me a fun story of a one night stand have you even had one i'm looking directly at quite a lot <laughs> yes i've definitely had one it's always oh been God, i can't believe you've had one you're such one. a dirty slut oh. <laughs> Clearly, there's some shame still knocking around around the topic. <laughs> I mean, my last two previous relationships, like I slept with them on the first date, so that could have easily been a one night stand. Mm. But it and actually are led you into surprised something. now that you're not with them? I people. knew that was coming around. <laughs> I could have predicted that one any time. <laughs> okay, Saint Jean, just calm you down. Jesus. Um. Yes. Oh God. I'll never forget, like, having this one-night stand where I was always, always pissed. So it's always, like, obviously you meet them on a night out or whatever. And then I literally, like, woke up and I was like, where am I? (laughs) He wasn't in the bed. (laughs) I know, surprise, I said he. Yeah. Shock. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God, you gay? I know. (laughs) Uh, That squeal didn't let it go, did it? No. (laughs) That was high. (laughs) Uh, So I were waking up and I could hear noises downstairs and I was like, oh my God, where am I? Like, what is going on here? And then I was like gathering my clothes, going down the stairs and sure he was there with like all his housemates. (gasps) They were all having breakfast and everything and I had to walk through where they all were. And I was like, hi, hi. And I didn't know who I had slept with. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, who, who, like, who was it? Like, why am I here? Who are you? Who am I? So I was like, oh, um, I'm going to, I'm going to head now. And then I remember turning back going, so where am I? And they were like, oh, this is Ealing. And I was like, oh my God, where the fuck is that? And was the phone charged? What was happening? Oh, no. And I had grit in my eyes. My eyes were streaming, trying to like find my phone. No, I didn't have my phone because, of course, well, no surprise there. Quite long. And because um, I couldn't find where the tube was and I was roaming for ages. Street walk. Yeah, literally. I was going to say yeah. walk of shame. That's yeah. in my notes It was here. the... S- <laughs> The stride of pride, honey. The yes, stride of pride. We all were at a concert and a gig before Christmas. Yeah. And, oh, Jesus. We were partying until like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I think 
there was one of the girls had, had one of the lads over and they were, they were on a sofa and I was with this other guy and we we're partying. It was like 4 or 5 a.m. Phone had already died. Didn't know where my house keys were. Didn't know where it was. I went back to his house. Couldn't remember his name. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Woke up the next morning. All I was supposed time. to be in work. Mm-hmm. Phone was dead. I was at his apartment. So didn't know where the fuck I was. Yeah. Didn't know where you were. Disaster. Came out walking. Didn't know where I was in Dublin either. I was like, where the fuck am I? Walked down the street to the shop. And who did I see? Your little faces. Oh. I was looking around the corner. But that wasn't too bad. I think it was more like the waking up, not really knowing where the fuck I am type of thing. That's a general Oh, one. I've, I've done that before. Yeah. So but, I was out on my Christmas party one year oh. with my job. Christmas parties. That's Work. an episode in itself. Yeah. yeah. And we had done the 12 pubs. Oh and then God. at the end, everyone was going, but me and two of the girls were like, not ready, you know, rave to the graves. <laughs> and we got, we went to the back door on Harcourt Street. Mm. Oh, you're always and in the back door. You. <laughs> one of the girls, oh. one of the girls knew the bouncer. So we got in and like we'd, we'd done like stupid Christmas jumper 12 pubs. So like, mm. hey, yeah, I had this stupid Christmas jumper on. I had a scarf that was like, 50 meters like it was one of these ridiculously wrapped around <laughs> us and it was like draped over my shoulders pulling along the floor one of the girls we'll got us a couple of bottles of Prosecco we had a bottle of Prosecco each ah yeah so I was going around just swigging out of this <laughs> bottle of Prosecco <laughs> one of the girls was like vomiting on the floor already <laughs> on the floor and the girl the, the other girl was getting stuck into this guy that's pretty much like all I remember oh. so I woke up the next day and I was like it's a very quaint little place. It's very quaint. It's very quaint. <laughs> and who is this man beside me? <laughs> <laughs> and where are my clothes? And oh, so I was Jesus. like, okay, let's have a little, let's have a little look. See, Reassess. Can, like, you know, trigger as a memory or anything. Oh, so I looked out the window and I was kind of I was like, oh, this is Chop Lizard. I'm in Chop Lizard, so I haven't gone that far. Grand, grand, grand. Crawl back into bed. Oh, he went back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, went to the bathroom first, put some toothpaste on my finger and, yeah yeah you know, did the whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah i went back in got rid of the finger evidence yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> fluffed the hair yeah fluffed the hair got yeah. back into bed pretended like i sleep like an angel deep puffed the eyes and then yeah had like um the roll around in the morning with your man oh and then mine too. um and then i was just like so um have you lived in chapel is it for long <laughs> and the guy was like oh i don't live in chapel is it and i was like oh he was like do you know where you are and i was like no. <laughs> he was Love like, that. No. And he was like, oh, we're in Wicklow. I was like, oh, no. That's interesting. How did we get That's here? That's a different county. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm nowhere near my home. And then it turns out he lived in like the middle of nowhere in Wicklow. And he was like, let me show you the grounds of the place or whatever. Gr- How did you look out the window and think you were in Chapel Lizard and you're not just kind of looked, like, I, I just didn't think I'd left the county in my <laughs> drunk state. I've never heard of Chapel Lizard. Chapel, Chapel Lizard. It's Chapel the road. Lizard. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, it's down the road. Yeah, it's lovely. It's, it's, That's it's Park. Yeah. Chapel Lizard. Chapel. And it's got like loads of really old like old houses by the Liffey and stuff. And I could see a little river. There was lots of green. Okay. I was like, I'm in Chapel Lizard. <laughs> my head. I, I am like, in the Chapel Lizard. <laughs> That's right. So Chapel Lizard. Then he was like, took me in and he was like, oh yeah, there's not another house around here for miles. And I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm going to be murdered and thrown into this little lake here. I was like, let's go, let's let's go, people, let's get this show on the road. And, and you were sticking your nose up at my prisoners' stories, I know. prisoners. Yeah. So he, I was like, how? Um, he was like, uh, 
he was like, yeah, I mean, I, he was very posh. He was like, I saw you last night and you were just swigging from a champagne bottle, just stumbling around the club with this scarf that was dragging like 10 feet behind you. And I was just like, I have to get to know that dude. And yeah, and I was just up for it apparently. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and it wasn't a champagne bottle, darling. It was, yeah, it was, it was, a, screw, like, it was a screw cap bottle of Brissaca that no, was no, nine ninety nine. No, the, the girl who bought it, she had some dope. So oh, okay. I think that's champagne. actually kind of a that's sort of a bit of a well due spot, isn't it though? But then mm. he was driving me home mm. and Oh my god, gentlemen. He was like nice. he was like, Oh, he had like a really nice Jeep and we got in the Jeep. And like I remember, after a while, we passed Johnny Fox's, and <gasps> then, you know, passed John Drum or whatever. But the whole way, I was getting more and more Uh-oh. hungover. Oh, I'm just like, mm, it was settling in. And then at the end, you know, when they're like, "Do you want to swap numbers and stuff?" I just wanted to be like, "Get the fuck out of my face! I'm going to vomit all over the place." Oh, God. But I had to be like, "Yeah, of course." Uh, <laughs> oh, he sounds, he sounds kind of fabulous, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he's a lovely guy. It's a great one. Where's he at? <laughs> Where are you at now, huh? Can you come back? Can you if come you're back? listening, non-chop lizard, Wicklow <laughs> guy, we would like you to write with in. With the Jeep. Yeah, with the Jeep. Yeah. Write into the big gay ordeal at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of that's mm. one of my one night stand stories. I'm trying to think of other ones. Yeah, because I think one I had when I was younger, I think it was maybe one of my first ones when I was younger, where it was like on a night out vibe, because I didn't drink when I was young. I was all about the dancing. And like with my mates and stuff, and then I stumbled into oh God, I'm stumbling again. She's I went to a gay bar, <laughs> <laughs> intentionally, Lord. intentionally, yeah, yeah. oh with purpose. I walked myself there. Yeah, and um, got with this guy, and I thought he was great, and it was the first guy that I went with on a night out. And I was mm. like, look at this, I fucking got this shit. Yeah, got to the house, let ditch my friends, which I now look back feel really bad about. No, you don't. No, I really do because I got. Did the deed. He passed out in two seconds and oh. it was shit. It was a shit. shit, shit. It was awful. Mm. Turned around, looked at his face and I was like, oh, you look different here than you did back there. Oh. Again, didn't know where I was. Text my friend being like, where are you? Get me home right now. He's like, James, you've only been gone for 15 minutes. And I was like, oh God, what have I done? What have I done? This, na- this naked man that I thought was a god was an absolute beast in the uh, moonlight coming through his bedroom window. Oh, bollocks. Yeah. Literally got my shit and ran the fuck out of there. Never seen him again. I remember I was actually, I was living in the UK at the time Mm -hmm. and I'd come home and um, I saw this guy that I had known from when I was in Dublin. And now he was always like, he'd come on to any twink. And I was always like, (laughs) you know, I was always like, no, I'm never going to like hook up with him. Never give him satisfaction. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he was like an attractive guy. Mm. Um, and I just got so belubas and I've been having like a tough time yeah, at the time. So, you know, when you're, I don't know, I, I, anyway, I made real poor life decisions Okay, and was scoring him or whatever. And then when I, he was like, let's go back to mine. And I was like, sure. But I remember being like, oh, I need to get out of this. And I ran to Charlie's on Dame Street and like ran into the, the toilet. Yeah, the takeaway. <laughs> and I ran into the toilet and I was like, I'll just hang out here for a minute. There's no way he'll have seen that I got to Charlie's. <laughs> he'll be looking for me, but he won't find me and he'll pick someone mm-hmm. else up. I was in there for about 10 to 15 minutes and I came out and he was sitting there. And I was like, I don't know why Stalker. I just was like, right, it's not happening. Good luck to you. He but probably I was thought like, you were washing your willy in the sink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ready to go. And Score. I went home with them oh. and oh. went into this room. Now, this man was a good bit older than me. And he was living in a house share, which I was like, just surprised that a man of that age was living in a house share mm. with 
but I'll tell you why though. Because when we went into the, the bedroom, room as well. there was mm. two single beds in this room. Oh. oh. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh yeah, I share a room. Oh my and God. I was like, what? And also, there was a pile of clothes, oh. like double the height of the bed. Washing. Oh God. Yeah. And he just plopped that off the bed onto <laughs> the floor. And then like we got into the bed. And so then I was like, in for a penny, in for a pounding. Oh no. And <laughs> It's like, right, might as well enjoy it. Remember, I'm Belubas. And so there we are, you know, going at it, whatever. Flapping about in a single bed full of clothes. And then afterwards, you know, he gets up to go to the toilet. And I'm just kind of like taking a deep breath. And, you know, getting, just getting my bearings. Reassessing yourself. And I turn around. (gasps) And your man is No! At some point, he's come back and decided that it's okay to get into his bed to go to sleep. Gay gasp. Yes. And so I like turned around and I was like, oh my God. I was like, how long have you been there? And he was Was like, Was he awake? He was like, a while. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he was like, don't worry, it happens all the time. Oh my God. I was like, I feel like a Not even a sheet. Not even a sheet. First of all, move out. Second of all, are you a pervert? He was was like a student. He was like young. He said he was was older. Oh my God. That he was sharing the room with. That's so strange. So I think I'm worried. Think this older gent was just coming down for the weekend to get the pint, and he was no, just no, renting he this lived bed in Dublin, 100. percent Oh wow. Yeah. And did he live in this room permanently? Did he have like a wife and kids that live somewhere no, else? No, no. And then the next morning we got up, and I was like, "You stayed the whole time." You're very committed to these. Oh, you really dance. are, Sean. I'm in a single listen, bed. Like I, sometimes I was so that. drunk that I slept with this person. Did you sleep in with... the clothes on, on the floor? No, no, no. In oh, the bed. Wow, wow. Oh, and the next day, I couldn't find my underwear because of the amount of shite. Like, oh, clothes get, everywhere. Get, get your trousers on and get out. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I needed him to shut me up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Sean. So the next morning, went into the living room and like the, the living room was actually, had been turned into another bedroom for more people to live there. Oh my God, this place is a oh. fucking... It's a two-bedroom be- two yeah. house that like sleeps <laughs> yes. 20. So Very Dublin 2023. Yeah. He was like, come Jesus. on into my housemates or whatever that were his friends. And I was like, oh God. So I went in and he turned around to the housemates and was like, I've been trying to get him for years. <gasps> and, I, and I just said, yeah. And I finally got drunk enough. And then uh, let hilarious. him drop me home. Oh but, yeah, God. That, was, that okay. was a really... Experience. Yeah. Okay. So I think we can all decide there that we all have enough stories. We all have... <laughs> Past heels, maybe some fresh ones coming through. Um, is it an ordeal or not to have a one night stand? Yes or no? No, no not Good. at all. No, it's so healthy. We love to see it. Yeah, exactly. As long as it's consensual and you're protecting yeah. yourself. I'd also like to point out that like, we'll all be like, oh my God, you start gas, blah, blah. If it was women saying mm. this right now, there'd be judgment. So to we all you love women it. out there, fucking get your hole. Go on, girls. Hop yeah. on the horse and just ride all night. Yeah, and day right. if you want. Whatever you tickets your fancy after brunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just wear femdoms and... Femdoms. Femdoms, I love that. <laughs> get oh your creams. And oh, there's creams. Do whatever you have to do to protect yourself. Don't rely on the guy to get have a Absolutely. condom. Nope. <laughs> you know, all of those things. All the things. Just go out and just have fun. Yeah, and look up sexual health advice and get yourselves tested regularly. Always, yes. Yeah. Minimum every That's three what months. I do. Thank you yeah. very much. Let's ride each other now. Let's go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
I wanted to talk about the ordeal of hangovers. Oh, oh God. And, you know, one night stands always come before a hangover. So <laughs> yeah. this is very Perfect apt. sense. I definitely, like, when I was younger, didn't have hangovers at all. Yeah. And then... I think, you know, when you stop when you stop going out as much and you're not in the swing of it anymore, mm. like, then you start getting violent hangovers. <laughs> now, I'm fully back in the swing of it because of you two bitches and I barely get hungover <laughs> anymore. Sorry but when I it. do, it is, it's brutal. And James, since you've turned oh. 30, you've been in a constant state of hangover. It's he like did, yeah. all your hangovers from before that you never had have, like, finally landed Caught on up. you. He did remind me today, I was like, after that holiday, all that food, the weekend, I'm just like... Everything hurts. <laughs> I'm like, I need to take Rennies. Oh, no. I know. You stealing your Rennies. Oh, Renny to 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 Renny to oh my God. I'm telling you, you will fight. You, it'll, it'll happen to you too, Quaylon. And you will live with a packet of Rennie beside your bed. And the day yeah. that you I'm run I'm older than James. I know. I know, yeah. But you're some kind of beast. You are. <laughs> we'll talk about me in a second. <laughs> but yeah, the hangovers. Like, mm. do you experience them? What is your worst hangover? You know, okay. why do you get hangovers? Is it the mixing? Is it not the mixing? I have found that if I stick to one form mm-hmm. of alcohol, my, my hangovers aren't as bad, but that mm-hmm. rarely happens because mm-hmm. I always start in the pints and then I'm like, oh no, I'm getting a bit full, so I need to move on to a short. Yeah. And then there's probably a couple of shots in there. Then you go back for your <laughs> ass. These are wild for the shots. Like, These are wild for the yeah. shots. Oh. I'm, I would be with you, Sean. I think like, I was a wine drinker for ages. Mm. Oh, Quailon was there with me in the pints, the pints of wine days and the, the George. of wine. Bring him back, I say. Vicious. Bring him back. It's coming into summer. I think it's pints of wine time. <laughs> with a whack of ice. With a whack of ice. <laughs> but there was no, <laughs> there was never any hangovers. And then some With your pints of wine? I know. Oh, I was in to work the next day. I'm like, James, you look so fresh. I'm like, oh, thanks very oh, much. Oh, yeah. People would always say that to us. Yeah. They'd be like, how do you two always look so yeah. fresh with your skin so dewy yeah. when like it's just been like, drinking for five It's the days wine straight. coming out of every pore. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think I, something happened. I have no idea what's happened this year, but I, boys broken and boys feeling the hangover slowly and surely. I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. Mm. Because you haven't been going out with me as much. Oh, I would agree. Actually, I maybe. will absolutely get you back on that saddle. Knock that oh, hangover right out of me. You're a goer. You are. I've never met someone like it. Really? Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Nine a.m. the next day, you're like, would anyone fancy a breakfast pint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, god. it was an insight. I was like, I don't know if I could handle <laughs> this of the shakes. <laughs> I'm like, I've just ainly prolapsed at the thought. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually, when people are like, oh, hangovers, I get nervous about saying it because, but like, I used to be like real smug about it because it just continued. It was like, oh, when you turn 30, it's mm. going to hit your quail on. You're going to be dead the way that you party, blah, blah. Mirchels, I'm turning 30 too soon and I'm still got it. <laughs> like, it just, it, I just don't get hangovers. Like, and mine, mine aren't awful, but I can just feel it. It's like something's no, there. No, James, after your okay. 30th. Okay, that yeah. hangover you, you No stop, stop putting that out there now I'm getting rid of that <laughs> That's that's. that's <laughs> but I'm just saying it Because I was so shocked Because James was like you And literally The night after his 30th birthday He was, was like Sam I'm in Sam Smith He couldn't go Remember, Oh my god on yes. the Lewis. He, he, he was, was like I'm coming I can't wait for the night out Then the Lewis doors closed And he just waved to us And went I home. thought you had the shits Or something I was mm, like so Oh boy's I. gone No oh. I knew when he wasn't Drinking at Sam Smith I yeah. was like oh, Boy's dead And one of her friends Molly got me a glass of wine Didn't she And I thought I was going to Vomit into the glass Oh yeah I oh, took one fabulous. sniff of that Pinot G and I was like, oh, Jesus, no. 
<laughs> one, one, one of my most famous hangovers, right? I, and this kind of follows on from James's topic. I bumped into this guy at the end of the night and um, he was like, do you want to come back to mine? And uh, <laughs> this is actually gas because I was like, yeah, sure. After that, I don't remember a thing. I woke up the next morning in his bed beside him. Now I knew it was him and I knew where I was because I was like, I've been here before. But it's better than all the stories so far. I was... <laughs> I had taken like my shirt off. I'd left my t-shirt on. I was bollock naked from the waist down. I was like, how, what's happening here? Like I was so confused. He had his jeans halfway on, but had no underwear on and no top on. And even he was, we both woke up being like, what, he, what he is got up this? in the middle of the night and he, yeah. Yeah. he was like, I must, something. yeah, yeah. He, 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 like we ascertained that that's what yeah. must have happened. <laughs> but I was like, what I did I get up to pee and only decided to wear a t-shirt <laughs> and let my giblets hang out on the way to the bathroom? <laughs> like, Flapping about. So so then um, you know, but really, you know, when you're like so, still so drunk the next day, like yeah. this was early, but I was like, I should probably get out of here. But this was like this was a good while ago because I was still smoking when I drank at the time. Yeah. Um and so I was like, I'll have a few morning smokes, which I never did, even when I Ew. So I had a couple of them because he, he smoked and I was like trying to just stay with him a bit longer, I think. <laughs> and so anyway, then I like got my, my taxi and I got in and the minute my bum hit that seat, I was like, oh, no, I oh, do no. not feel good. Things have taken a turn. Okay. Things, things have. Turned. I sometimes think the smell of the back of a car can just hit you when you've got when you're. We hadn't even started moving. We hadn't even like moved, and I was in Cabra, and I was going to. I lived in Blanchard at the time. Skibberine. Okay. And <laughs> so I was like, Every it's actually not that far. I was like, I can probably make it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, God. But like, like, we weren't... Was it, you know, vom or was it we, something else? Uh, it was, yeah, vom. I thought I was going to vom. I thought oh I was going to pass out. I was. I had begun to sweat really oh, intensely. Geez. It was really hot, you know, when you're sticking your head out the window of the taxi and you're like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm really in a bad way. Yeah. And it wasn't like maybe four minutes like down the road, right? And we had come to Iceland um, on the Nav- at the Navan Road at the like Cabra end. And I was like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, sorry, sir. I was like, hello, <laughs> And he was like, I, I can't, I, I don't know what you're saying. I, 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 I couldn't speak. I was like, if I let breath out, vomit's going to follow. So I had to talk through the corner of my mouth and I was like, <laughs> and he was like, sir, I'm going to pull over because I don't know what you're saying. And as he pulled over then, I just opened the side of the taxi door and literally like fell out onto the road. And he was like, oh my God, sir, sir, are you okay? And I was like, please go, please go. And he was like, I don't know what you're saying. Do you want me to call you an ambulance? And I was like, don't call an ambulance. And also, there was this tiny, tiny little wall. It was in front of this Mercedes, like, uh, <laughs> garage, like, that sells Mercedes cars or something. And I was, like, I was sitting on this wall, willing your man to leave. And he was, like, we're going to call me an ambulance. I was, like, don't call me an ambulance. <laughs> and it's raining. And I can't look him in the eye. And I'm just sitting there in the rain, speaking out the side of my mouth. And eventually he was, like, I'm just going to go. And I was, like, please, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he finally drove off. And I was like, I can't even vomit because there's loads of people buying Mercedes Benz behind me in this garage that's made out of 360 windows. <laughs> Garage. So I called my housemates at the time and I was like, can you come and get me? I'm in a really bad way. But they were going to collect someone else who was in a really bad way. Oh, I was like, this never happens. And... It was actually kind of <laughs> serendipitous because it was such a funny story. And when I got back, they had picked up this uh, good friend of theirs, who's a friend of mine, and she had just like gone through a, a breakup yeah. of a few years and she was in bits over it. Yeah. I was like, well, do you want to hear about my day? <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> and they picked thought, her up. Yeah, she thought it was hilarious, but like oh, I was in bits. And I had to sit there in the rain for a while being like, what am I going to do? Oh. I can't get the bus because... No, what, that's what, worse that's, than a taxi. Uh, yeah, it'd be no. awful. So I just had to wait for a while and then I got in, I called and I got another taxi to come, my taxi. I lay in the back and I was like, you need to push your foot on the floor. We've only got about 10 minutes before I'm going to start talking at the side of my mouth. <laughs> We're in this together. Let's go. 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 I was like, and your mom was brilliant. She oh, was like, good. yeah, I'm going to get you home. This is a hangover taxi now. This is an oh, ambulance taxi. I love this. <laughs> the hangover taxi. Love that. But like, oh, I, to this day, I will never forget it. Oh, it was, yeah. oh, it was a violent one. During covid it was whenever I went back to Belfast to see my family for the first time. So I was down here for like three and a half months, maybe four mm. months by myself. Riding. And uh, no, God, no. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and um, went up to see my, and it was my cousin Louise, who's the worst influence on me ever. Sunday. Oh, so I've got competition doing. Oh I? my God, she's shocking. <laughs> it's, 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 it's in-house drinks only. You're my outside drinks. She's in-house. Oh, I like bring it in-house as well. <laughs> it was Sunday. It was drag bingo, COVID vibes. We're having the drinks. We're having the catch-up. <laughs> Haven't COVID seen them vibes. in so long. Yeah, all the, you know. Vibing. All the vibes. Yeah. And it was like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. And I'm, I was voice noting my boss and my, um, my, my senior, like my assistant above me. And it was just like... At 4 a.m. being like, I love you guys so much. No! I'm going to be a bit tipsy no. tomorrow. I'm going to be a bit tipsy tomorrow. No. And um, love yous. Don't tell anyone. Shh. Be nice to me. I slept in. Missed a design oh. meeting. Missed a whole big thing. And it was, yeah. And then I made up some lie because I forgot that I voice noted them. Oh, no. Which and, is even yeah. Woke up. James, yeah. I'm actually dying. I'm yeah. dying. Woke up and it was like 10, half 10 ish. Meeting was at nine and did some random lie play. Oh, oh, I, I slept in. My alarm didn't go off. Da, 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 and I think it was like, look back in your messages. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dear God. Then I God wanted no. to die. And it was very similar. You didn't, you've never done this before. You won't do it again. It maybe happened once or twice, actually, <laughs> I, since then. But, you know, that's all a mutual thing. Anyway, oh, God. we've all been there. Jesus. And that, I think, is an ordeal in itself. Absolutely. Yeah. I go to work now. I've turned up to work now. Not recently or anything like that. But I, I've turned up to drunk drunk in work. <laughs> turned maybe. up to drunk in work. And we're functioning. I, I think we're all functioning drunk um, drunks. We can all function the next morning. Oh, yeah yeah, ah, yeah. 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 I've been in a club where my alarm has went off and my alarm is to get up to go to work. Yeah. And oh. I've been in a club and I'm like, oh, oh my alarm's going for me to go to work. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Thank God for cosmetics. Oh, and it is Fifth Harmony. Because you got to go to work, 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 work. work, work, work she's hammering work. the tire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'd be fit for. But is yeah, no, I just wanted to. Yeah, is it an ordeal? Are hangovers an ordeal? Quailon for you? They're not. Well, not yet, anyway. So yeah. maybe ask me in my mid-30s. Mm, we'll come I, back. It's definitely getting to me. Yeah. 
It's like, become no, an ordeal for you. No, We're turning this around. It hasn't. Yeah. Bullshit, it has Vivian. been. It Bullshit. has been an ordeal for me, but now it's not. I'm in the swing of things. Yeah. I know my limits now. Yeah, I don't take it to those levels if I know I've got something big on the next day. Mm. But um, yeah, hangover is not the one, son. <laughs> not the one. Not the one. <laughs> no, agreed. I think there there can be an ordeal for some people. Like I said, if you're sick the next day, why did you do it to yourself? I'm but if you're functioning stunning. like we can, you know, party, keep going. Yeah, I'll keep going. Drink up. Yeah. <laughs> Dear all about our weekly ordeals, don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. Follow The Big Air Deal on Instagram and email thebigairdeal at gmail.com. We're here to help. No ordeal too big or too small. I've been Quinn Kelly with James McCrudden and Sean Dillon. And you've been listening to The Big Gay Ordeal. Ordeal.